So now Shlomo Melech is all ready to be mishtamnesh with the Koyach HaChachma. Chazal say that the function of Chachma is Zeyu Chacham Royas HaNoilad. In other words, the function of Chachma is to be Ma'ayan what the future holds. Now it's to do actions which will have nafkaminas, it's not good to do them unless you know what the nafkaminas are, whether they're good, whether they're bad. You have to be royals and noilat. So, Shlomo Melech is trying to be mishtamish for the Koyach HaChachma, and he tries to be ma'ayin in the noilat, and he is niskal in a serious problem. He comes up with a very serious problem. He says, <coughs> says, suddenly he felt very bad about all the efforts which he puts into work Tachas Hashemesh. Alright, he coped with the question of Misa. That was his problem in the last to suit him, right? How did he face Misa? What did he do about it? We talked about that last time. Fine. So he's got a, an answer, he's got a way to cope with his knowledge of mortality. He knows that he's going to die and he can live with that. But what is going to happen to all the things that he's doing? Nobody dies without leaving some unfinished business to somebody else. So how do I know whether my children or the people are going to be taking over from me? Will they be wise or will they be foolish? It's a horrible thing. Shlomo Miller knew what he was capable of. He knew the binyonim which he was building as far as the nation is concerned, as far as the people is concerned, as far as the mouthless is concerned. It's going to be, somebody's going to come and mess it up. And of course history showed how right he was. Who was the Melech after Shlomo Melech was Rechavim. Rechavim made such a mess of the mouthless that the kingdom split and that was the greatest tragedy in the history of Kalisar before the Chodim Habayis. But suddenly, Kalisrod became two nations. Aserus Ashvatim, Yeravim Benavad, split up by Rechavim, Shlana Melech's son. Didn't deal smartly, right? Instead of going to the Skenim to be guided how he should deal with the people, he went to the Noorim, they gave him bad answers, and he messed things up badly. He felt very miyush. What's the issue over here? 
with which Shlomo Melech is dealing. Is he right or is he wrong? What do you feel is an authentic Jewish stance to this question? In other words, there are two very distinct approaches that a person can have to life. You can do things. You build a bridge, build a business, build a yeshiva. You do things with my life. Now, should I worry? What's going to be the fellow who's after me? Does that play a role? Is it something I ought to worry about? Does it make a difference? Or should I ignore it? That's a practical shilam. How do I relate to the accomplishments of my activities? You could hear on the one hand that <coughs> do what you can and never mind what's going to happen. If you do what's right, conscientious, see, okay, never mind what's going to happen. Or does the result matter? Anybody got any ideas about that? Because the halacha is now curveya, what you have to do. In that particular instance, the halacha tells you, do this and don't do that. I'm talking about neutral areas. Right? You worry about the future, what's going to happen. Right? There the Torah says, Eveskila, you go for and you're not allowed to become poor. Don't do things. Why? No. So he shouldn't, so he shouldn't. I think so. The Isra Bisbos is that you shouldn't become poor. Forget Lagavi Yerusha, this is Moen Gitten. Moen Gitten says Lagavi Yerusha that Rashlokish, you know the Gemoran, that name Zion. Moses Rashlokish, Niach le Bonav Kabad Marika, Kora Nafshe, Vosvo Lacherem, Chelam. That Rashlokish, when he died, his estate consisted of a bunch of radishes or something like that or a couple of potatoes whatever it is whatever, whatever the, the stuff is that's all he left his children and and he was terribly upset about that not that he had so little to leave but that he left that he says why did I have to leave these radishes to my children I could have eaten them myself I could have done something with them I could have given them to an oni the wealth which Hashem gave me I have now left to others. And his concept was very different from, from our concept, right? Nowadays we feel we have to leave something to our children. We take out big life insurances or we try to build up a business, we try to have a panosa so that we can leave money to our children. And the Shlok is held differently. He didn't leave very much at all. He left a bunch of radishes. And he was terribly upset about that. He should have used them. If Hashem gave them to him, he should have used them. 
چادرون هفته آن خرج می‌بود که بنش فرم. Obviously, a person has to, like, you have to look what's going to be the result of your actions. That's not the issue. The issue is when I'm building a Gashmistic thing, should I worry about what's going to happen to it? See, the Shaila is, in, the Rabbanisham told us what his Rotsan is. That's the Amos. The Rabbanisham told us what his Rotsan is. When he gave the Prophet to Adam Rishon, he said, Now, what's this mitzvah of the Chifshuha? What's this mitzvah to be kaivish the world, which he gave to Adam Rishon? Conquer the world. That's what the Chifshuha means. Kaivish means to conquer. So what was the mitzvah? What did he tell Adam to do? So the Ramban over there learns that the Chifshuha means to take the world, take the earth, take whatever there is, and make it yield its bounties to man. In other words, whatever the earth has to offer, Ban talks about the minerals, mine them, diamonds. But you can take that further. The earth has electricity to offer us, it has atomic power to offer us, it has all kinds of energy, all kinds of physical properties which can be harnessed for man's use. And all that is nichlal. in the mitzvah of kibbush. Milu es-ha'aretz, pururubu, have children, that means build a society. Milu es-ha'aretz, v'chif shuha. The earth, the world, is there to be harnessed for human uses. That's what the Rabbanishim told Adam. Now, so mankind will come along and said, we're not interested in the earth's gifts and we'll just live in a cave or something like that and not make use of all the gifts which the world has to offer us, they would not have been doing the Ratzin Hashem. That's not what the Rabbanishim wants. The Rabbanishim wants us to harness the cultures of the world. That's an important idea to have. It doesn't say exactly what we have to do the mice. It's quite possible. that after the Haflogger, the mitzvah of Kibbush, the mitzvah of taking the world and milking it, as it were, for its gifts, falls not to Kali Yisrael, whose chalik is the Torah, to the Umm Sa'ilam, whose chalik is not the Torah, 
In other words, we cannot derive from this posseg of the Chifshua that it's a mitzvah to go out and become an engineer, or it's a mitzvah to go out and build a bridge, or it's a mitzvah to go out and be Isaac in the Indian of Kibbush. It's quite possible that that's the chilek of the Umus Eilam and not the chilek of Israel. Just like by Odomarishan to whom the Bracha was said. It wasn't the thing that he had to do with his mind, it was the thing that he had to do with his hands. So, let's not get into that. That's an interesting shayla. It's an important shayla. So, Bacho wants to know how to set up his life. Very, very important shayla. That's one of the most important shaylas which we come up against. But it's not in your name and now. But the Rebbe said he wants the world conquered. And in that, you can be ma'ayan to study. When I go and conquer the world, when I go and build a house, when I go and build a bridge, when I go and establish a, a business... So I'm doing the Ratzin Hashem, Naniyah. I'm being Kaivish the world. Now, does the Rebbein Shlalem entrust his world to me in the sense that just like when I go to an Apotropos and I say, listen, my friend, I'd like you to handle this farm for me. So then I don't mean to say, listen, be loyal to me and never mind what happens. I mean, use your head and do it right. I want the results. So is the pshat that the Rebbein gives over the world to us and says, listen, I want you to produce a world and you are responsible and you do legitimately worry about what's going to happen. Or no. That a person's obligation is simply to do. Try your best and if it's going to turn out that the house that you're building, the next moment is going to explode, makes absolutely no difference at all. Your job is to do what you're supposed to do now. But your job is not to build a house. Your job is to do the Ratzin Hashem. And where the Ratzin Hashem is that you should build a house, so you're building a house. The existence of the house is not Nagayat here. Rabbi Yubala told me once, wonderful saying, from somebody. You know, some of the special people who are in the business of raising money for yeshiva, for, to work for the klal, it's often very discouraging. You know, you try and it's not always pleasant and you have to go to people and you have to ask them for toivas. It's never an easy, it's never an easy task. So he told me that he has a motto, he has a little motto which he carries around with himself. Somebody told him, I forget whom he says it, he told it to him, but for this you have to know Yiddish. How many, how many Yiddishists are there on here? Not so many, okay. Right? Anyway, so the, what it says When Dachton nicht Eifton, when Dachton nicht Nochton, and when Dachton nicht Abton. Alright, that's going to lose a lot in translation. But what it, what it means is, when Dachton, that means you have to do nicht Eifton. But you don't have to accomplish. You do what you have to do. Right? Do what you have to do. The accomplishment is not in your hands. That's the Rebbeinishan's business. Am I going to be Matzliach? Am I not going to be Matzliach? Nishmakach. You do. That's Medaktan. You have to do Nish Eifton. You don't do two Eifton. Don't think it's all dependent on you. The Rebbeinishan has other ages besides you. Medaktan, Nish Nochtan. Nochtan means to copy. Do what's right for you. Don't go 
and chase after what this guy is doing, what the other guy is doing. Try and find your own thing. Try and find the correct derech of avoider for yourself. Don't be mishubbed to this or that or the other which so-and-so is doing. It doesn't mean that it's good for you. And after means try not to rush it. Take it carefully, take it easy, do it happily and joyfully. Don't try and just pat it up. Right? Those are the three things. But the one which is not geared to us is Mundafton Nishtalfton. You have to do, you don't have to succeed. The person realizes that, his whole attitude to life can change very much. I do. What will happen? Whether I whether I'll succeed, whether it won't succeed, whether I'll have Atzlochem, whether it won't have Atzlochem. Nish my Geshev, not my business. I have to worry about it. That's the right error. What's the the nafkamina of that? I mean, if that is taka, the right way to approach life, and that is to do what you have to do, find out what it is that Hashem wants you to do. How do I find out? I know that I find it in a safe. I ask a rov, I ask a rabbi, I ask a madrich. Find out what you have to do. And then do it, do it by Muna, do it happily, do it in the knowledge that it's what Hashem wants you to do. And finished. Whether it'll succeed or not is Nishkafelah. A person can train himself to be that way. It's going to very much affect the approach which he has to doing things. person feels that a certain end has to be accomplished. And the reason why he does what he's doing is in order to accomplish that end. And he's mushubed dafka to that end. And this is what he wants to bring about. So the things that he's going to do to bring that about, the means that he's going to employ to bring that about. <coughs> the attitude which he has to people who try to stop him or who think differently is going to be very different to a person who says, listen, the Rabbi Hashem can run his world and he doesn't need me and have and whatever it is that I have to do, I have to do because that is my avoidance Hashem at this given moment. You hold differently. This means seem not to be kosher. Shines, I won't do it. You're as justified as I am. You're as entitled as I am to have an opinion. In other words, a person can lead a completely different life. Much, much more flexible. Much more able to cope with the vicissitudes of life to react in a toilodical way to real or perceived obstacles, then if he has the object in his mind and feels that he specifically has to bring about that object. And we'll see in a moment that Kohelis deals with that. But first of all, what was Taka the answer to Shlomo Melech Shaila, which is the right way? 
But if you look in the Pasuk, that's what the Pasuk seems to say. The Pasuk says, the Pesach says, you know what? That's a gift of Hashem. It's the Omol which counts. It's not the accomplishment which counts. You don't have to feel, and you shouldn't feel, that it's up to you. In a way, everything's up to you. In a way, nothing's up to you. See, but that we have to balance. In a way, a person has to realize, or has to act at least, as though things are up to him. Now the story of Shemtov said that every bad middle of a person, every thing that's bad, also has a good side. Right? Cars is bad. Sometimes you have to be a canoe, you have to be angry at Avraham So you can use bad things for good also. So he asked, where is the good way to put to use the middle of Apikosis? Person is an Apikosis, doesn't want to believe in Hashem. It's a bad middle, right? Does that have a good use? Can a person be a good Apikosis? Is there any way that you can use Apikosis for good? So he said, yeah. He says, you know when? He says, when a poor man knocks at your door and he says he needs your help. So what does a guy do who's not an Apikosis? Puts his arm around his shoulders and says, my friend, God will help you. Just don't bother me, right? And uh, he sends him away. Talked about this if there is no Rebbeinu and it's all up to you. So then you've got to start moving. Yeah, you take him in, you give him food, and you give him clothes, and you go and find a job for him, and you go and you schlep here and there, and you go and see people and tuzach and breisach and retzach, right? So that's where you got to be in Apikaios on Yenem's places, right? For yourself, you got to be a maimon. But when it comes to helping somebody, when it comes to doing somebody some good, you have to be in Apikaios, meaning that you have to act. As though the whole thing were totally on you, and there's nobody in the world, including the Rabbi Shem, who can do anything except you. That's the one side of the coin. Flip side of that coin is that you have to realize, at another level of your knowledge, that it's not true. That's the way you have to act. That's the chiyuv which the Rabbi Shem places on you when you do chesed. You've got to believe very firmly that it's all up to you, and that's the way you've got to act. Another part of you has to realize, though, that it's not true. Lemaisa, if it doesn't work what you're trying to do, don't become Sebrachan, don't become a Jewish, don't give up. There'll be other ages, there'll be other ways. It's not so easy to balance that, because people tend to be one way or the other. Either they tend to be very, very um, convinced that this way has to be, and that's the only way it's going to be, and that's why he puts all his kaifas into it. But then... If things don't go the way he wants, he'll get all upset. Or he'll be completely uh, phlegmatic and say, well, what's the difference anyway? I, I, why should I try? Yeah, but the Rebbeinu are going to come out anyway. The endless lies between the two. Work as hard, do as hard, the ilu is all dependent on you. Realize that the Rebbeinu Shem Quran is well without you. See, that is the secret 
of the passage at the beginning of Perigimel. You look at Perigimel, the beginning. See, Lakal's man, Kaila says, the ace of the Tachas Hashemayim. In Avodas Hashem, you remember what we said about Tachas Hashemayim. There are all kinds of different ways of serving Hashem. Eis lo ledas, ve'es lo mus, eis lo tas, ve'es lakonotua, time to plan, time to tear out, eis lo harob, ve'es le there's a time to kill, there's a time to cure, eis le floats, ve'es le vnos, sometimes you break down, sometimes you build, eis le vkos, ve'es le schok, sometimes you cry, sometimes you laugh, eis sefoit, ve'es le koit, there's a time for espadim, there's a time for dancing, Sometimes you throw them out, sometimes you take them in. Sometimes you embrace, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you seek, sometimes you destroy. Sometimes you keep, sometimes you throw out. Sometimes you sow. Sometimes you are silent, sometimes you speak. See, what does a person do? How does a person act? See, the point is that there's a tendency in man always to go with his midas. You know, there's a pisma in song, a poem, which we sing in our Nusach. Actually, it comes from the Mazar and Shvish and Pesach. Of Yehuda Halevi. Yomli Avosha Nefru Metzulim, but the meaning is to say it by Brismila also. Why you say it by Brismila? Because in the course of this Shir, Rav Yehuda Levi praises Kalisor in the following words. He says, Reizos Nirshemes Hakenot Vaemes. He says, Lemiha Chosemes Ulemiha Psilim. He says, Look how great Kalisor is. Lemiha Chosemes, they have the Chosem. They have the Chris Mila. And we have Silem, they have the Tzitzis. Yeah, so over there, the Meshayda, the poet, is singing the praises of Kalisod. And he's saying, look how great Kalisod is. They have the mitzvah of Chris Mila. And they have the mitzvah of Tzitzis. What's so great about the mitzvah of Chris Mila and the mitzvah of Tzitzis? How do the two things come together? And what's it got to do? Over there with Kriyas Yamsov, that's the song. The song is about Kriyas Yamsov. Yom li avosha nefri mitzulim shiur chadosh shiur gulim. That's why he's singing Shri Shal Pesach. So what's this business about Kalisol having mila and sitta? Well, the answer probably is that the big zach about that is not that they have mila or that they have sittas. <coughs> the big zach is that they have both. Because Mila and Sitsis seem to address two different natures of a person. What does the mitzvah of this Mila say? This Mila says that there are parts of a person which you have to cut off. They're no good. It's an Allah. The Torah says, don't try messing around and saying I'm going to be massacring that and I'm going to use it for good that it's going to be fine and it's going to be nice. Take a nice sharp knife and you cut it off. That's what this meter does. 
That's the Hanhaga of the Bris. Rabbi says, if you want to have my chaisim on you, you have to get rid of the Allah. The Allah is metama and it's metamtem. Get rid of it. Nothing you can do about it. That's the Mitzvah of Bris Mila. Mitzvah says, is what? It says, take your beggar, take your physical world, and don't throw it out and sit up to your neck in sand or something. Or wear a sack. No. Take a nice semen and pishtim. We said, the chifshuha. Take what the world has to offer. And the world has to offer. Wool is a beautiful thing. And linen is a beautiful thing. Make yourself a nice beggar. But use it right. Don't forget that there's a rebbein Right? Put tzitzes on it. Remember that there's a Rebbein Make your beggar. Make your humanity. This is what a beggar is, right? Animals don't work those. But take your humanity and don't cut it, don't break it, don't eliminate it. But use it. Sublimate it. Make it into a Zach, with which is serving the Rebbeinu So it turns out that Mila and Tzitzas are two contradictory unharbors. See, and that's not easy for a person to live with. It's easy enough for us because we don't think much of what we're doing anyway. But if you really think, if a person goes, you'll find that there's some people who are very, very kanoistic. They're the Bris Mila kind of people. Right? They see something bad, right away they want to cut it out. They want to excise it. They feel that it's metame, chalisol, or whatever it is, that it's bad. So, the answer is, go and kill it. Go and cut it out. Go and eliminate it. It's one hanhog. But then they find it very difficult in a different set of circumstances to do something different. That's not always what's called for. Then you have the other kind of person who's the tzitzit kind of person. Everything's always good and everything's always fine. And you'll get... And what do we have to go and get all find an answer? For everything there's an answer, for everything there's a tick on, and that's also not Emerson. Trouble is, if we look around the world, we can all see that constantly. That the people who tend towards the Vismila and Hoga do so invariably, even when it's wrong. People who tend in the other direction are much too giving, much too pliant, even when that's not the correct Hanhaga. The Dalevi was Mishabeya Khalisol, what Rabbanisha wanted to do when he gave us the Mitzvahs, was the Miha Faisana or the Mi Hapsila. To be able to make a bris when you've got to make a bris, and to put sitzes on a beggar when you've got to make sitzes. Right? The Chachm is on Seder night to be able to eat Matzah L'Shem Cheirus and Mora L'Shem Avdas. We're constantly called about to live with contradictions. Halacha is, somebody never loses <coughs> has to make a bracha by an emes. There's a big Yerusha, he makes a bracha, toivametev. So what's he supposed to be? Is he supposed to be sad? Is he supposed to be happy? Is he supposed to be matzik all of a sudden and say dying emes? Or is he to be happy and say shachiyon or whatever halacha? It's got to be both. He's got to be sad about this. Thank Hashem for being a dying emes. And thank Hashem for being creative <coughs> to him. And the Bansham wants us to be mentioned. He wants us to be in control of ourselves and to be able to act in whatever way 
the circumstance calls for, and not to act in just the one way which happens to go with my midas, which happens to go with my tchunas. <coughs> That's what Kahela says over here. There are all different kinds of times. There's a time with no sabbatim, and there's a large lichavana. Sometimes you have to build, sometimes you have to tear down, sometimes you have to love, sometimes you have to hate. That's very, very difficult to balance. Not only to know when the time is for this and the time is for that. That's also a problem. But even when I do know, but if my tunas don't go in that direction, it's very difficult to have the flexibility to be able to act this way then and this way then. But what makes it possible what makes it possible is what Kahela said a minute ago. The thing that makes it possible is to realize that the end result is not totally in you. Now, if I come along and say, I have to do this. This has to be. Famous story. I don't know exactly the, the historical circumstances and I don't like to say it over because because uh, I, I don't know how Emma did it, but uh, anyway, that's how the Rebbe tells the story. Not sure exactly of the details, maybe some of you know it. I, don't, I, I haven't researched it, and I don't know the exact nature of the, of the story, exactly what happened. But the, the story goes that in Velazhen, you know, that the great yeshiva, which was the time of the time of the Gon, which was uh, the father or mother, whatever it is, of, of all the present-day yeshivas, Velazhen, so, an edict came out from the government that they had to incorporate some secular studies into the yeshiva, the Russian government. And in an orphan that he felt that it wasn't the right thing to do, uh, the Betelevi, or the Mitzit. And so, uh, so they closed down the yeshiva. That's the story. Now, again, I don't know the details, I don't know exactly what, what, what went on there, but... Uh, let, let's take the mice, it happened or not, but it could happen. What's the shot? What gives a person that kaya? Right? What gives a person that kaya to be able to take his life's work, which to all eyes is the most institution in Kalisol, and rather than compromise a little bit and make it a little less the way it ought to be, you have to say, fine, so I'll close it down. It can't be right. I don't want it. It's not right. I want it. There's a little appendix to that story. I mean, again, depending on what the exact emphasis, which I don't know, of a, historically, of course, that is, is true, that from closing down that yeshiva, of course, that was the fermentation of five or six other great yeshivas, which came into being because of that, the Talmudim scattered, and the great yeshivas and the litzah from which we live today came out from that. So the end of the story is that closing down Velazhen turned out not to be a tragedy, but to be a very great and necessary historical event, because from that, uh, Mir and Slobodka and Kelm and the various other yeshivas grew out from that. But that's again not Menyonene. Talking about a person who is able to take his life's work, 
something which he put all his kaifas in and many, many years of his life and meant energy and the thing which gives him standing and chashivas in the community. And he's able to say, fine, so I close it down. Where does a person take that kayak from? That's the answer. I mean, he takes it from here. Ace litmus, the ace laharos. When it's the right thing to build the yeshivas, then I build the yeshiva. When the time has come to break it down, so I break it down. That's what. Because eh? I'm not in the business of building a yeshiva. I'm in the business of serving Hashem. So, if in this particular moment the way to serve the Rabbi Hashem seems to me to build a yeshiva, I'll go and I'll build and I'll work and I'll sweat and I'll be my sanefesh and I'll put my gunset kaitos into it. Well, now the circumstances change and now it seems to be the point where it's better to close down the yeshiva. That's what. Close down the yeshiva. It's a lady. It's easy enough for me here to stand here and dash about that. It's not so easy to... Not so easy to do it. <coughs> Not so easy to do it. You know what they say? Stop at the the the, um, the Gemara about the S. That's a beautiful story. You know, you know the word. Well, who was it who dashed all the S in Shivatova? Shimon Hamsuni, right? Shimon Shimon Hamsuni. Or your daughter was called S in Shivatova. Whenever I came to the word S. So S was Mabe something. He always found something which the S was was Mabe. So Atsha till he came to Esa Shemelakha Tira. Came to Esa Shemelakha Tira. So what are you going to be Mabe? Whom are you supposed to fear besides Hashem? So he didn't know. So he'd spent his whole life dashing Essen. And now he got stuck. So what did he do? So I finished. My shitter must be wrong. He, nothing to dash from the S. And so he backed down and he tore up his life's work. So his Talmudian came to him and said, Rabbi, call S and should rush the What's going to be with all the S in which you did dash? And if your shitter is wrong, so then your whole life's work is down the drain. So he said, No, no. Kishem shekibal tishal atrisha, kacha kabel shal atrisha. At the time, there was a mitzvah for me to dashen because I thought it was right. And I got straf for the trisha. And now I get straf for the trisha. Now I get straf for not doing it. Atshubo, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, the ace is the rabbi's Talmud of Hachonim. He had a terrace on the ace. So the world asked, no, is Rabbi Akiva's chiddush, <laughs> such a big chiddush. Shimon Amsuni would have sat down for five minutes. Couldn't he have figured it out? I mean, what was so, so violetic about that? Rabbis Tamina Chachamim sagt die Welt. You know what the Welt says? Amen? The Welt says that Rabbi Akiva was only able to say it after Shimon Amsuni was pious. When he saw what a Tamil Chachamim can do, then he said, oh, Rabbis Tamina Chachamim. Right? If you can take your life's work and throw it into the crowd, yeah? Because you're honest enough to see that it's wrong. That's what a Talmud Chacham is. Can we say that the Rav is But without Shimon and Sunni having shown what a Gavre, Rav Yaqib wouldn't have had the guts to do it. no? Okay. Anyway, so that's the story. So, when you have the Yisoyed over here of Kahel, it's true. So then you can live with the ace to this and ace to that. 
You don't have to be inflexible. You can do what the show calls to do. You can do what the time calls for because you're not much sugar to the result.